right, welcome to a new episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today is episode 300 of the show. We're kicking off the next 100 episodes with a new theme, as you just heard, and a few tweaks around here and there for the uh, artwork and the show notes and various things. I'm also planning some stuff on the website, so a lot of new plans. We just started the sixth year of the podcast, 300 episodes. Thank you to everyone who's been out there listening all this time. Thank you to all the new listeners. I am so excited that for episode 300, it just worked out perfectly for it to be this live episode we just did on Friday, April 21st over at Maya Cinemas in North Las Vegas on Evil Dead Rise. And my guests for the episode were Michael Keane, Joe Black, and Jimmy Gonzalez. And we have a great conversation lined up about the latest entry in basically my favorite series of movies. And, uh... We will get into some puzzle pieces, we get into a whole bunch about the movie, and it's a fun time, and we had a great time doing the live show, and looking forward to doing more live shows in the future, along with lots more podcasts coming your way. Before we get to it, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts, follow us on social media at PiecingPod, and don't forget to join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. And I want to let you know, we do have a Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where I post bonus and advanced content from Piecing It Together, Awesome Movie Year, and from my music career. I actually posted some outtakes from this episode uh, on the Patreon. We had a little bit of extra time to chat at the beginning before we actually got the real thing started, and so I threw that up on the Patreon. Oh, you know, I'll keep adding more and more stuff to there as we continue going, uh, but in the meantime, there is plenty of content, so check it out, patreon.com slash Rosen. Now, with that said, let's talk about Evil Dead Rise. All right, well, uh, welcome everybody to uh, live piecing it together on the movie we just watched, Evil Dead Rise. Uh, as people who listen to this podcast know... Evil Dead means a lot to me, and this actually happens to be the 300th episode of Piecing It Together when this goes up on the feed on yes. Monday, so I'm very excited to talk about it, whether uh, you know we're 100% on the positive side or not, we'll, we'll see as we get into it, but let's introduce the guests uh, before we get into the movie too much. First up, from LA, Joe Black is here, he's been on the show Almost more than anybody, and I'm uh, happy to have him on a live show. Uh, happy to be here. I was also on the 200th episode. You were. I remember that. And yeah. uh, was it Hubie Halloween? <laughs> no, it was uh, It was uh, Death Rider in the House of was Something. Was that 200? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Which has not come out yet. It still hasn't. It's the Danzig movie. And, and it's much uh, better than this one. It's been lost to time. It's never going to come out as far as I know. You have a spiffy poster of that movie. You're welcome. Yes. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Man. Michael Keane is right next to Joe right I'm there. So, I'm, I'm just, I'm so jealous that y'all got to see that. I was just looking at that movie like, when the, how can I fucking see this? <laughs> I saw it twice. Oh, you piece of shit. I, <laughs> actually, I actually emailed the distributor and uh, they wrote me back, we're not dealing with this movie anymore. And so I was like, yeah. Are you telling me that Glenn Danzig <laughs> might be a difficult person to work with? Uh, hi, I'm Michael Keane. Um, I am also a filmmaker, but I'm not, I'm not from LA, so I, I don't matter as much. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I made a shot on VHS movie called The Head, and I made a movie about a bed with a vagina that eats people called Dr. Deathface. So that's me. Very cool. <laughs> Jimmy Gonzalez is on the end over there. First time nice. on the show, and I'm really happy that he's here. Yeah. Jimmy, introduce yourself to the people. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, Jimmy Gonzalez, I'm a, a local DJ and also a programmer. Uh, I, I'm a DJ over at uh, Nightmare Cafe. It's a horror-themed cafe here in Las Vegas. And uh, we do a trivia night called Nightmare Trivia. I'm um, actually a VJ. I, what I do is I do, it's called Cinemixes, where I take films and a soundtrack and I do my own music video mashup and I play all those videos. So everything you hear is what I also edited. So I'll take a song like, you know, um, I don't know, it could be uh, from Jacob's Ladder, right? And then they'll do the, the James Brown tr track in there called uh, The Funk or I forgot, that, is it Funk Track or something like that? And I'll take that track with the clips and some Jacob's Ladder, mash it up. People dance, they watch, it's a lot of fun. And we also do trivia nights, so yeah. I'm also a filmmaker, I made a film in 2015 called The Red Man, 
uh, psychological horror thriller. It's based off a DJ who sold himself to the devil. So that's uh, what I did. Now I'm here. Yes, absolutely. And I'm I was seriously the least cool person here. <laughs> Holy shit. This is like high school all over again. I mean, I think yeah. that, that honor would go to me, but, uh, you know. Oh, right. So, David's yeah. here. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, I yeah. take anyway. it back. Uh, so yeah, uh, for people that are here uh, that haven't listened to the show before, which I think all of you have, but uh, we always uh, kick off these live ones with kind of taking a puzzle piece off the board just to explain to everybody how the show works. And what puzzle pieces are, are movies we think might have inspired the movie we just watched, Evil Dead Rise. And so the one we're going to use today is Demons 2. And uh, that's a movie that took uh, its, its premise of, you know, zombies coming to a movie theater and killing a whole bunch of people and took it to a high-rise apartment and uh, transferred all the horror there and basically kind of redid the exact same thing as the first one. And so it kind of seems like what we're doing here with Evil Dead Rise. We're, we're taking the same basic beats and taking it into an unescapable high-rise apartment building. So you guys fans of Demons 2 over there? I, I like Demons, too. It's not Demons. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I watched it because I love Demons. Yeah. I, I refuse to watch it because the last shot of the first Demons is that beautiful, I forget her name, the main the main actress from, from Demons. Um, she's so beautiful. Like she's oh, the uh, Rebecca Hall level beautiful. And oh, then at the end, she like turns around and she is a demon. And uh -huh. I'm like, oh, so she's not in two? Pass. <laughs> like, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. It does yeah. have a great bit where, uh, like, you know, like, the filmmakers had to figure out how to get the, um, let's be honest, dead at ripoffs sure. uh, into the apartment building, and instead of like any obvious way, they just come through a TV. Yeah, right. yeah. Like in the like the screen in the uh, in the first one, and it's just it is that exact yeah. premise again, um, and but just uh, blunted by the fact that it's not in a fucking cool ass theater. Right, it's right. It's in an apartment. Um, yeah, which is kind of. Well, well, we'll talk about that. Very video drumish too, the way that came out. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Was that Very video before? Was that before video drum? That was or after. after. Yeah. Okay. It was after. Okay. Then yeah. he watched yeah. it before Freddie did it. They watched it. <laughs> Definitely before oh. that. Pieces for the pieces. Pieces um, for the pieces on when, this. One, when I yeah. cheated because yeah. I did a, a YouTube video on this just yeah. to try to figure out what yeah. I could use, and it turns out that was a waste of time. Um, <laughs> but uh, Lee Cronin, the director, mm -hmm. at least before making this, had never seen Demons Two. Huh. That's huh. random. Yeah, which is kind of crazy because both have uh, parking garage. I guess it makes sense there'd be a parking there's, garage. There, there's plenty I'm sure we can get into about, about apartment horror films that Lee Cronin might have seen. Yeah. And parking there, garage horror films. <laughs> there are many of each. Yeah. So, okay, uh, who's going who's to drop P2? Come on. I was thinking it. <laughs> you were thinking, thinking it? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was actually. Put it on the honorary list. Well, I was trying to think, didn't Sam Raimi produce that? Then no, it was Alexandra Aja yeah. Yeah. that produced that. Yeah. Um, well, let's get to the puzzle pieces. Joe Black, what do you have for your first piece? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Ghostbusters, I guess. Oh. Uh, you know, the idea of, like, the, the, the apartment building being built up around this thing, you know, that's evil and uh, for some reason in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, and her getting possessed and then, like, it tearing apart the building and then her, them getting transformed into something else. And, like, mm -hmm. I don't, yeah, that made sense. I just, but this one just didn't make any fucking sense i yeah it, it was i don't know like what did it being like a building about to be condemned have to do with anything why were they poor why were the demons like i don't know like i'm like movies are not just about the script movies are not just about the cinematography or the acting or there it's about everything but my access point out of the gate is the writing sure you know and like there isn't any in this like when you write you want to like pay things off or set things up or have a rhyme and reason why things come together why are we watching this story these people, yada, yada, yada. And, um, you know, if you don't have that, then it has to be like really fun and entertaining and distracting, almost kind of like the first Evil Dead. Mm. You know what I mean? There's not a whole lot of rhyme or reason to how the demons work in that either. But at the very least, they have like the corn fed white bread American kids getting like horribly turned into demons. This doesn't even quite have that. Like it, it just, I don't know. This movie is like. Well, I, I mean, I don't want to go too far off of a tangent on, like, yeah. you know, how good it is or whatever, right. but, like, two Ghostbusters as a piece being built up around all that. Like, I completely agree. They, they set that up and take a long-ass time setting that up here in Evil Dead Rise, but with no payoff to yeah, that Yeah, and all. the juxtaposition that it's a really nice apartment building, you know what I mean? They've got, like, this beautiful, like, so, like, this a lot demonic... Of space yeah, for, exactly. for four people. They have a big, pretty big yeah, apartment it, building. Exactly. The yeah. fact that that space gets, like, turned into, like, a demon, you know, sanctuary yeah. is, like funny or there's a nice little juxtaposition at the very least this is just like well it's a shitty building mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i i would have liked to like i really would have liked to see like 
a, a single shot just going floor by by floor mm, of yeah. just all these fucking demons going absolute crazy. Oh, that would have been cool. All yeah. these like different people turning into deadites. Yeah. Uh, they're, you know, they're chaos demons. Make some chaos. Um, yeah. And I like the movie. I will say that right off the bat. I really yeah. liked it. Um, but that said, I do like it's it's a lot of setup and then it kind of just happens really, really fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is frustrating because it does seem and admittedly, I did not rewatch the first two Evil Dead movies for this. It seems like those are both pretty much all action for the most part. Like the first one has that bit of setup at the top uh, and then it's a lot of action. And then the second one is almost entirely action. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I think that's a that's a bit of a, a missed opportunity because everybody knows. First off, everybody knows how deadites work. But secondly, it does not fucking matter. You don't <laughs> yeah, right. like. I actually would say it's it's a it's a plus that it doesn't make any sense and they don't really explain a lot. I think that it's great to not explain the deadites. But as you said, there's a lot of that setup, and for no real good reason, mm-hmm. uh, and that is frustrating. I don't know that you need to explain anything. It's just not interesting because, like, it doesn't. Re- nothing relates to anything. And at one point, you're just kind of like, okay, well, why are why did that girl get possessed, but not the little girl? Does the like like you start to go like, well, what does any of this matter? You know, and it wasn't fun enough to like distract you from that. Like, it, it wants you to take it seriously, but it has nothing. Of value to give you that the other ones didn't. You know what I mean? Like, I get that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't necessarily agree on my end, but I, I can understand where you're getting that. Yeah. Well, the only yeah. thing for me is I really, I mean, I was so happy to find out that it took place in an apartment building, but then at the same time, I was like, didn't really need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like every, like you said, everything that could have been done uh, wasn't. You know, as far as they really should should have took advantage of all the floors that are in this building. Uh, there's so much more uh, characters they could have had. I mean, they literally did everything out of one floor and then the, and then the garage. And half of it uh, through people. And well, it, the people exactly. was the best scene I of the movie. It. I yeah, think. The oh yeah. Was great, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, was, I was saying to my son actually, I was like, you know, you can't do an apartment horror film without the peephole shot. So they <laughs> they did that at least. Uh, yeah. So, but as far as uh, my puzzle piece, um, I mean, there's. There's quite a few that goes back into you know some of uh, my earlier horror uh, loves. Like I'm a big Italian horror fan, so I saw a lot of uh, Mario Bava shock in this, which mm. is the um, you know fear of the, the mother, yeah, uh, and uh, possession of the mother, and also Beyond the Door, another Italian film. If mm-hmm. you guys know that one from uh, was that '77, um, but uh, I mean yeah, just the whole like untrustworthy mother, sure, and uh, like and another one was. Um, um, uh, Good night, mommy. Yeah, yeah, that was on my list of possibilities yeah. too. Yeah. So I, I I love to see all that, uh, and uh, all those elements came together. And I I was watching earlier. I watched it today. Actually, it was the hole in the ground just to kind of get familiar with Lee Cronin, and uh, I definitely saw how he handles uh, uh, family drama and having the mother or son. You guys have you seen his film? The yeah, first actually, one? that was yeah. my first puzzle piece. But I guess yeah. I'll just. Pop Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. I'll toss that. I know I'm, I'm running through a bunch of them, now. Um, but uh, uh, also yeah. has a hole in the ground it, in this movie. There's two yeah. holes in the yeah, ground. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was actually. I wasn't going to use it, and then I, as soon as that hole opened up, it's like, well, fuck! There's a fucking <laughs> hole in the ground. <laughs> yeah, I figured you had to do that too. Yeah, and I think uh, you know, as far as Lee Cronin is concerned, the director of this movie, like, I think the hole in the ground and this are roughly on even level. I would say, yeah. like, um, yeah, I think it's weird, cause, yeah, because the hole in the ground. It's a really well-made film, mm-hmm. really strong performances, and then it's just kind of the same thing you've seen a thousand goddamn times. Right. And so you get that like, oh, this is a really enjoyable, same, this is a great cover song we just got. And I think that that's kind of how I'm feeling towards this movie as I'm thinking about it more, is it is like a really, for me, good cover song. Yeah. It doesn't beat the original, yeah. or like you know the most famous cover of the original, mm-hmm. but it's a good cover. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll add it to a fucking Spotify playlist. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Michael, uh, let's go to your uh, first piece. Well, uh, fucking, uh, I wasn't going to use this one, but now I have to come up with some extra shit. Uh, yeah, sure. The Shining. Ah, um, and I on. actually, for more than just the obvious reasons, um, first off, the kid's name is Danny. Um, mm-hmm. And then also there's the elevator shot. I know one of you was like, the fuck Shining shot. Uh, (laughs) I thought it was from Dr. Sleep. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, of course. Um, I think I said Shining right before the blood even came out. I knew it was coming out. (laughs) I think every single person in the (laughs) theater did. Um, (laughs) So there's that. There's also, I thought the tub scene might have been an Mm -hmm. allusion to the woman in the tub in The Shining. There's probably a lot more references because I know that, again, per my cheating, uh, Lee Cronin (laughs) loves two 
horror movies above all else. Um, they're pretty much standard issue for any film student, but one of them is The Shining, um, and one of them is Jaws, another film that we kind of get a little bit of in that opening. Not a whole lot, but I feel like because he, in every interview I read, was like, fucking love Jaws, but in Irish. Uh, <laughs> Like, I would say that he was, that was his moment of like, I can get just one fucking water scare out of this. One goddamn, oh, I can get the blood bubbling up like it's a fucking shark, but in Irish. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I found, I'm just going to have both of those as one puzzle piece. If that's Perfect. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I, was, I was so sure they were going to forget to go back to the one day <laughs> <later. laughs> It was like so at the end and they still hadn't done anything. So. Yeah, I think that that does undercut it a bit because I thought they were going to go for something clever, which I don't particularly like clever stuff. I'm a Jess Franco fan. I don't ask for much. Nice. Um, but I thought, you know, it's it's going to be some twist, right? And then, uh, no, it's just some broad in the building that we've not referenced once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what, what is it, the opening to Piranha 3D when it's uh, Richard Dreyfuss oh, yeah. is supposed to be, what's his name from fucking Jaws? And He's yeah. wearing the same outfit, and he gets sucked in like in the whirlpool. <laughs> and the last image is his skeleton hand giving the yeah. fingers that comes down. That's a good opening. That is like, a great. That's opening. this one. I was just like, okay, so they both died. There you great. go. No. I, you know, yeah, I do love the continued motif of the blaring giant titles. Yeah, uh, unironically, I think that's yeah. a, just a like when it, the when it, Evil Dead Rise rising out of the mountains, mm -hmm. very on the nose, but. I, I was just like, my little editor heart was like, mm, yeah, boy, baby. Oh, that's not my heart, actually. That's, that's my penis. But uh, I, 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 I don't love the balls of this movie mm -hmm. as far as style. It, there's no balls anywhere else. But as far as style goes, um, also they kill children. That's, you know, that's nothing new, but. Yeah. Uh, see, yeah. that's another Dr. Sleep thing where it's <laughs> like, like I, I remember when I saw Dr. Sleep, not that I'm using that as a puzzle piece, uh -huh. but it's just like when it got to what's his little name getting it all ripped up. I was at that point, I was so sick and tired of seeing kids get killed. Because that point you had both of the It movies, Doctor Sleep yeah. and uh, Halloween, the David Gordon Green oh, yeah. first one. And they kill, it. and I was just like, "Oh, you killed another kid!" Like I, I don't know. Yeah, fucking like, kill the littlest kid if you're gonna really have some <laughs> in this one. Yeah. Make it count. Yeah, sure. whatever. Yeah. Like, and if I was that, if I was the aunt when that girl got pulled back in the gate, I'd be like, mm, "Peace." Like, I, you <laughs> know, like I'm out of here. Like, it fuck is, you. It is like you mentioned that there's like it doesn't like pay off a lot of things. Yeah, and one thing that did kind of. And this is something that just frustrates, frustrates me a lot is uh, you kind of see some movies just following a beat sheet. You know, they, they take out their copy of Save the Cat. They, you know, turn whatever the fucking page is and uh, just jot down their little notes. And it did feel like this movie did that, but it was like off kilter. They only read the first two chapters. Well, it was like, you know how, uh, I don't know if you've read. Chekhov's Woodchipper. In Save the Cat, there's this thing that most, most people who have gotten past that level of screenwriting We'll make fun of it where Blake Snyder's like, okay, on page five, you have to do this. On page 10, you have to do this. And it's fucking bullshit. But it is based on like a kind of a science of like, oh yeah, most movies, they get to this bullshit on page five. Great. And in this case, it's like Lee Cronin was like, well, do we have to? Mm -hmm. I could just be, puts on sunglasses, a cool motherfucker, but an Irish. And mm -hmm. uh, so he's like, well, this, can, this page five beat can happen on page Twenty. Mm. I much prefer the way the Cohen brothers did it with Inside Lou and Davis, where he literally saves the cat. Oh yeah, in five minutes <laughs> in, and he's still just an asshole that nobody likes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a little more clever than this movie. We we need to talk about that movie more one of these days. Inside Lou sure. and Davis. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I don't know. Unfortunately for me, I just think that uh, it has to say it, but I I just think this movie just reeked of like assignments. Like he just okay. This is what I think the people okay. need. This is what the this is what Hollywood's telling me what to do. This, I mean, I, I did not see any originality out of it. Me I just, either. I just thought that it was like, what does he think the people want? There was nothing original in it. I've yeah. seen it all before. Like yeah. the, the member berry effect. I'm sorry. And, I, I, I the trying to hold thing. it in. How are you going to do the eyeball thing and not do it as clever as in the in the original yeah. that too? Like the the POV of the eye, like like that's brilliant. Like this was just like whoop, and then did that kid even die? I didn't even see that I, kid die. Yeah, 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 which which took me out of it because yeah. as soon as that happened, I was like, all right, so we are going comedy, and we're going to be completely serious. Now we're going to go comedy, and that took me out right there. That mm -hmm. does make me wonder yeah. if maybe I'm sorry, David, this is turning into a review show, but oh, I'm um, I'm, I'm, in, I'm loving it. Here, so. I am wondering how much there was like a little meddling in the editing bay on this one. Yeah, because it, it does be. feel like it, yeah, because you don't see that kid die, but he definitely dies. Yeah, yeah. there had to have been like a scene or a shot specifically for that. 
I was looking for yeah. him in the little crab monster thing that they became. He must have yeah, been yeah, in there, but they like... They even cut that. Like, they, yeah. They, yeah. they didn't get into detail who was in this monster, you know? Yeah. Like, well, I think we know he, who it was, but well, we didn't said see her kids, yeah, like, it, in the dream. The one thing that kind of comes back. But, like, again, like, what's her relationship to these kids? Like, is she a good mom? Is she a bad mom? She's got tattoos, but she doesn't, like... That her sister is like with bands, like I don't like. What is this? Like it's just nothing. I got a piece out of that though. Society. Seeing God all damn that. it! <laughs> God damn it! Throw it on the list. We don't have to elaborate. We can just say it, right? Poor Michael. Oh, fuck. Oh <laughs> shit. Yeah, <laughs> let, let, let's throw one of these out here. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Mom and Dad, the Nicolas Cage, oh, Selma Blair movie. Uh, this one, is yeah. more just Mom without the Dad, but. You know, they're stuck in this house, in this apartment in this case, and uh, they're just going 100% at the kids, you know? And uh, that movie is also a movie that I felt like it, it went a little bit too soft. Like, it, it, this movie never quite gets to where I was hoping it would yeah. go as an Evil Dead movie, and there's a few pretty gnarly moments in it, but uh, o- overall, we spend so much time on story stuff and that's good, you know, it's a movie, we want story, but it never pays off the story stuff, so we might as well just stick to just violence. And yeah. it, that movie in the third act kind of betrays the whole movie. Like, this, the way they handled Selma Blair mm-hmm. as the mom in that, her being conflicted and, and kind of getting possessed by the end and mm-hmm. becoming, kind of, like, takes the fun out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes it a little too tragic in the in the in the 25th hour there, you know what I mean? And yeah. Like you said, this is mom and dad without the dad, and why would you go see mom and dad? Because Nick Cage plays dad. <laughs> yeah. So this movie is mom and dad without the dad. You yeah. Know? Where is like the goof? Where is like the, the wit and the relation and the, you know. Yeah. I will yeah. say though, uh, and I forgot her fucking name, but the one who, woman who plays Elle. Yeah. Uh, first off, I, Who's like, I like a good tall broad. Um, <laughs> Which one is Elle? Ellie. Or Ellie. Ellie's the, the mother. The mother. Okay. Um, uh, Release She was fucking great. Yeah. I, I yeah. loved her performance. I, agree. I thought that was, that was. I think the the moment that I kind of I I knew that this wasn't going to fully fulfill my expectations was when I knew she was going into the chipper. I was like, "That's I don't have nearly enough of this broad." Um, <laughs> and some of that might be she's a nice tall broad, but <clears throat> I I I just wanted a little a, another like a big confront. Like there's the in in the Evil Dead 2013. There's right. that confrontation right. with the like personification of the Deadites or whatever. I haven't seen that movie in years. Um, Roughly and, 10. Yeah, and there's <laughs> fucking blood rain pouring down. And she's got mm-hmm. the fucking chainsaw, and she chainsaws her in half. And mm-hmm. it's like this really fucking epic conclusion. And to go from that to put her in a, in a wood chipper, mm-hmm. uh, it's, you know, it's, it's cool. Which we've seen done before. We have Plenty seen done before. Yeah. Um, and done better. I just watched Rumble in the Bronx yesterday, and that's in Rumble in the Bronx. <laughs> Shit, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give Halloween Ends a better wood chipper. Oh, I would too. <laughs> I, uh, I love in, in nice, full brightness too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slow-mo. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another movie that I really like. That I love I, that movie. I'm just, okay, thank God. Yeah, okay. Yeah. God, three Fucking. people on this one <laughs> stage that all love that movie. That's wild. That's good stuff. <laughs> Joe, let's go to another piece. What do you got? Okay, uh, another puzzle piece. Um, Well, I guess I was going to say that movie Dark Water that Mm, I mentioned to you earlier. But I I actually think you can throw in all of the horrible American Japanese (laughs) remakes of that era. (laughs) Because it's like they take this idea that like... And those movies actually made the other mistake where they made rules for them, Mm -hmm. which made them less scary. You know what I mean? But... Dark Water was kind of cool because it, uh, that one was the one where they, she's getting a divorce. Jennifer Connelly's getting a divorce and she doesn't want the husband to have the kids. So they move into this apartment right. that she can afford. And then it's like leaking. And then it turns out that like a little girl was murdered in the, in the water or well drowned in the water tower above. And like mm-hmm. now her ghost haunts it and she wants Jennifer Connelly to be her mom. And at the end she kills Jennifer Connelly and Jennifer Connelly, it ends with Jennifer Connelly's like a fucking ghost and like, Hey, yeah. uh, daughter, that's actually mine. Uh, I'll see you in the afterlife, you yeah. know, peace. Well, that, like, that's a good one because you're yeah. right. They, they took a lot of the drama from the, a lot of those J-horror films and he brought that element in, which is very important. A lot of the earlier 80s and even 90s horror films, they would not even 
go that far into character development and other things. So I think that came from a lot of the J-horror yeah. uh, films. Well, and he mentions the Freddy yeah. movies in this. You yeah. know? And, and yeah. I was thinking about it, how, like, I actually agree with him that there are no bad Freddy movies. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, well, but, like, in that, like, they're all... Now we won't agree, Dave. You well, know what? But, Original but, canon. Sure. Yeah, right. Well, no, the, yeah. Yeah, but, well, does Freddy versus Jason count in that? Hey, I, really I watched like them all more than once, so but, I guess But counts. those movies, at the very least, deliver on what you came for. Yeah. And I don't even know that this one necessarily does like but it it will but it will i felt it was one of these movies that like like it will i I, all these new remakes that have been coming out or you know franchises i say the same thing ah they don't do it like they used to but i find myself rewatching them a year or two later Mm. over and over like i would all the time so they kind of seep in a little later i just i just think it's so dull what's happened to movies in general even horror movies where it's like more gritty more realistic it's like no what the fuck like yeah when freddie made that girl's arms cockroach arms and 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 she fought him with nunchucks i mean come on i want to go see that movie yeah you can't beat that but michael was talking earlier about how there's uh some like good style to this movie if nothing else and like i i did feel like this it had the feeling, at least, of something that was memorable, like some '80s horror movie or something that's like particularly oh, yeah. memorable. It did to get him to the Greek adrenaline shot, where the camera's like right here and their face attached to their body. And I'm I mean, like, <laughs> if there's one shot that can just die off, I did they not do like a Snorri Cam esque shot in one of the Evil Dead? Um, no, I feel not, like I've not seen from that. the face. Uh, no. Maybe from behind or. Well, no, actually, when when Ash is spinning through the, I mean, that was yeah. one of the best. Yeah, yeah I mean, was, that's incredible. That was beyond yeah. the Snorri yeah. Cam. That was like, yeah, that's can't that's do that in an apartment level. complex. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll throw down a puzzle piece. It's the most fucking obvious that I don't even know if it counts, but uh, because up to that point, The Evil Dead. Mm. It's I don't know if y'all know about this movie, The Evil Dead, directed yeah. by this Sam Samuel mm. Raimi. Samuel Raimi, the guy um, who did Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah, yes, the master yeah. cylinder himself, Spider-Man. Sam Raimi, and. The deepest cut of everything I've ever done. <laughs> Real quick, before um, you uh, continue on that, did they show the Ghost House Productions logo? No. no. What, what's up no. with that? That's weird. Cause That's true. Unless it was a new logo that didn't really uh, catch our eyes, right? But, I mean, it was definitely not the one we're used to seeing. I mean, we were, yeah. like, we did have our eyes on, like, literally touching the screen. So <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why the that's projection why paused, because they're like, wait a minute, what the yeah, fuck? That's true. <laughs> like, oh, I thought they were trying to mess with us right off the top. Like, what is he up to? <laughs> that opening shot, too, I was like, oh, God, are they just doing the dead-eye yeah. POV with yes. a drone these yes. days? <laughs> this is horrible. And then it was a drone, yes. and I was like, that's even worse. Like, I know. Sadly, I said I knew it too long. I didn't mind the drone thing. I thought it was cool. I wish they actually done more with the because uh, right. they set up the fuck up your face thing yeah and then it's very quick it's a very it's like <laughs> a, a boat motor hit his face he's going, or her face he's just boom yeah. yeah that shot um, i actually knocked it for not being original but that was pretty original seeing sure. a, a drone you know what you think is going to be the dead coming in there it's original yeah. but it's also i, I hate like 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 it. harping on this movie not being I as know. great but <laughs> but uh it's original but it's also like Six years too late. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right? They did plan also this the movie DJ in and like the 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 record, yeah. like it coming on vinyl. Like I feel like the the vinyl. You know, obviously I work at Wax Tracks Records. Plug, but uh, no, I won't. But uh, I work at Wax Tracks Records. Vinyl. You know, everybody go buy vinyl. But like, yeah. You know, the yeah. the the, res- the resurrection of vinyl has been happening for a while. Right. And after Ambulance last year, Michael Bay has taken drone work to the next level. <laughs> yes, so this is has. like yes, yes, 2000 and late. Yeah. Uh, but but for right. that, actually, I did. I was just listening to a, a show Lee Cronin was talking, and and they mentioned that this was in the works since like 2019. So maybe mm-hmm. you know, because that really the was the vinyl thing. kind of uh, yeah comeback era. So it was Terrifier yeah. 2, and that movie was <laughs> fucking dope. Okay. Oh, God, I don't like Terrifier 2. I saw it. I still haven't seen that. But. Um, oh, really? I do. I mean, I think it's fun that they do the um, backwards record thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a very that 80s like. trope, you know, yeah. brought yeah. back. But so The Evil Dead, the thing I did notice, to your point about the style, David, mm-hmm. uh, is there is kind of, there is a strong, and it's unfortunately it's a small part of the movie, because uh, it's after like what felt like 45 minutes of setup. Yeah. Um, but it does have that um, mixture of style and humor with more straight-faced horror that yeah. the first film has. Because there is, obviously there is that level of just, it's kind of dopey because they had no money. Um, but there is humor to it, but not Evil Dead 2 humor. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of creative shots. Not as many creative shots as Evil Dead 2. Yeah. Um, and in that way, it did feel like, a, maybe not a strong successor to the Evil Dead, but it did feel like it knew at least on a production level, what it needed to do to make a good movie. I think that, and this is me spitballing, I think in the editing, 
things went to shit to mm-hmm. some degree. It just reminded me of that Total Recall with Colin Farrell. They're like, they're like, yeah, it's Total Recall. Like the machine and the three-titted alien, that's Total Recall, right? And this one's like, yeah, the eyeball. Like it flies in the mouth. Like that's, I mean, that's we saw Evil some, Dead. We saw some really strong gore. Um, a lot of it was in the trailer, unfortunately, which yeah. I did watch a lot because I was like, fucking yeah, give me some Evil Dead. Um, <laughs> it's a good trailer. It's a wonderful. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's so it's such a well cut trailer that it's almost a disservice to the movie. I yeah. agree. Um, yeah. yeah, just like Blue Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> I why didn't they? Sh- why wasn't it just a single clip of Ryan Gosling going down on her, <laughs> and then the title? That's a trailer. That's yeah. a trailer. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> um, good. Uh, we never found mm-hmm. out who the father was in this movie. Whoa. That was I thought yeah. that it was going to turn out that like it her, could have saved yeah. the day yeah. or something. Or? That also again it feels like okay that ha- they must have cut something for time. They must have said we need like a ninety minute movie. What can we? Yeah, cut? it probably was in the original script or, or the original. Maybe he uh, was writing it. Got to page yeah. forty. They're like we shoot tomorrow, and he's yeah. like uh, I guess the rest writes itself. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I did like there's like little details that I enjoyed like the fact that the elevator it, it seems like it's demonic or something, but it's mm-hmm. just the fucking keys sitting there. I thought that was a cute touch. Oh, um, yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. It yeah, because it's just hitting block. the keys. Oh, because it wasn't closing? Yeah. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. don't know. The movie had lost me at that point. Okay. Like, you know, like, like and, and not in like, an, uh, like a dick way. You know, it just, it, I, mm. I was kind of like, huh? Uh, the key, okay. You know, I did like the, I did like the elevator falling, though. It reminded me of speed. <laughs> yeah. If he blows it, is there anything to stop it? Yeah, the basement. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe it's I, I. I have this thing now where I am very quick to empathize with characters dealing with child shit, mm. just because I'm a dad, and I don't know. I'm I've turned into a giant pussy, guys. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> uh, and so if it's like, oh, she's pregnant. This broad has three kids. Okay. <laughs> Anxiety's up, <laughs> and uh, I, I I don't know. Maybe that helped me my enjoyment, and the fact that you give me like three solid gore gags, yeah, and I'm pretty good, right? And this one has probably like between six and eight really solid gore gags. I'd have to, you know, I, again, I, my eyeballs were touching the fucking screen, so I don't, mm. I can't count them. But yeah, yeah, there's a lot of shaking. As a dad, how did you feel about the kids getting like? I never like kids getting killed um luckily they are like they're like both those kids are like a weird like i don't know what age they are like they could they could both be 20 years old and that daughter is definitely not like her actual daughter like i yeah. mean that, why, like that girl like it must be she all takes dad. after yeah like, <laughs> yeah. like jeff goldblum in a lost world like that, <laughs> that that girl is all mom you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah i um so i wasn't you know it also they I'm not crazy. That little girl had a strong New Zealand accent, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I, yeah. I, I thought I was being New Zealand racist, but no. I, I <laughs> didn't. The, the sister also didn't. She, she did see? have yeah. a bit of an accent yeah. too. She yeah. was not American. Um, and uh, so that was a little distracting. And I kept expect because I think one of the girl, I think the one of the girls in the opening has a New Zealand accent, right? Oh yeah. So was, that's another thing. I was like, okay, there's got to be a connection here because. They're not hiding her accent. It turns out she's just she's a child actress from New Zealand trying to do an American accent. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, "There's there's got to be a connection," and there's no fucking no, connection. No connection between a lot of these things. But uh, I, you guys each did two so far, right? Or there's well, he's multiple, done like a dozen. There were stacks. Yeah. So yeah, I'll do one more piece. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Belco experiment, the uh, James Gunn yeah. action horror film. Um, again, stuck in a building. Uh, in this movie, uh, the Belco experiment, everybody's basically has to kill each other. And part of the conceit of that movie was that they're gonna be using like found items in the office because that's all they had to fight with. And here we get the cheese grater, we get the tattoo gun, we get not a lot else, but like it's still like it seemed like that was the direction they were trying to go. And maybe there should have been more objects and it would have been a lot more fun. Yeah, utilize yeah, the so space. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Like Attack the Block is like a really great example of yeah. them utilizing not only all the different right. rooms in a in Yeah, a the geometry building, of the, yeah, exactly. the geography and, of and, the And, of and the this equipment. one just didn't do that. When they had a tattoo gun at the beginning, I was like, why would she? Oh, so that they can put it in the eye later. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like in Cop Out. Hey, I, mean, I got uh, to pick it up. But we <laughs> saw the chainsaw out. coming, right? With just the chainsaw yeah. on the thing. I mean, I, mean, I, I enjoy like, it. Here it comes. I like a good alternative family. I think it's, it's sure. fun to have. It does, and I don't think it needs to. But like, like once play you start, that up. You know what sure, I mean? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Play it up. They didn't really do anything with it other than like, I'm an activist. I'm a DJ. I tattoo. Yeah. I, like, fe- I feel like there might have been uh, a missed opportunity in like that hallway shot. The people is great. Yeah. Yeah. But you have all these potential victims and you just kill them off off screen, basically. And it's like, well, you you could have done that. Like, there's a lot you could do with those people, but you're not going to. Uh, and then, of course, when they're possessed, they're immediately 
I guess, taken out. I don't really know what happened there. Um, but yeah. I, I just realized I have, two, I have two good ones. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, the Raid. Yeah, I, I was uh, thinking about that, Another example of yeah. just great use, like Attack the Block, of yeah. a department building uh, and more of what should have happened here. Um, and then also, there's this little movie from, I think, 2009? I don't quite remember. It has Steven Weber. Uh, it's called The Farmhouse. And it's... I've never seen I it. Never, I didn't finish it. So, uh, <laughs> Good piece, though. I'm going to say it's fine. Um, but it does have uh, a cheese grater scene uh, oh, not yeah. that actually goes on for longer than this one. I, I had hoped that this one. Yeah, I, you know, didn't you expect more to come like out? The fucking, it was like the just some blood on the ankle. That's all it was. I, I wanted to see some meat come out. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah. They didn't little, go little flesh flakes. Yeah, I'm surprised you know? they didn't go further with it. Yeah, when I'm when I'm grating Parmesan and I'm yeah. thinking, what if this was a human <laughs> being's knee? I cut that much off my thumb usually when I am actually trying <laughs> to grate cheese. <laughs> yeah. you know? um, Can I throw another one in, David? Yeah, let's do it. Um, well, we did talk about the DJ thing. So, of course, I was thinking the gate. Right with the whole backward oh, record oh, thing yeah. and the yeah. trigger of the demons nice. and all that, and uh, yeah, so it was really cool to see all that involved. I mean, as a, as a DJ, I did love to see the, the authenticity he put in. You know, he had the mixer and the two the two turntables, and uh, you know, he had the little chain and everything. He was showing that he has some EDM um, possibilities in him or something. But uh, I like that. And then another another one would be uh, Salem, uh, Lords of Salem. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I love the whole trigger record thing. In uh, summoning up the demon and all that, so I it was really cool to see that. That was in Lords of Salem because I was so high watching that film. How am I? I don't which is how am I not the person who brought up a Rob Zombie movie <laughs> in this discussion? Like that's like that's yeah. the yeah good one. And that just had its tenth anniversary uh, two days ago. Holy Lords shit. of Salem oh, God, and oh House God, of Thousand Corpses had its twentieth anniversary. Uh, uh, I know uh, four days. Ago. Yes, I they did yeah. a big. We thing. all die and nothing happens. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, well, if we're talking about Rob Zombie, I want him to keep going. I love him. Me too. He's, he's my <laughs> yeah. absolute favorite. I got my Rob Zombie tattoo. Yeah, keep going, uh, amazing. Even the monsters I liked. I, I loved it when my when I came <laughs> home from Denver here recently. My wife had a twentieth anniversary Blu-ray box set of House of Thousand Corpses. Nice. Waiting for me. Oh, nice. I watched all like seven hours of the new features. Nice. Just oh, yeah. lovely. We're That's praising sweet. the Munsters, so we're going off track here, I feel like. But, uh, I have one more tiny piece, too. One more. Let's do Skyline. it. Skyline. Oh. The, the, the brother yeah. Strauss. Yeah. Uh, the guys that did Alien vs. Predator Requiem and those Usher music videos. <laughs> yes. um, they used their AVPR money to, um, they made this movie. Um, nobody would make it. Um, but it was like their passion project. So they, they shot it themselves with like their somewhat famous buddies. Like I think it had the one guy from Dexter, Angel from Dexter, yeah. and the kid from all those Disney uh, movies and the Texas Chainsaw remake. And they, they shot it for like $500,000 with no visual effects. Mm -hmm. And the whole, not the whole thing, but like 75% of it takes place in a penthouse during an alien invasion. They treat like a, it's like a zombie movie, but with meets Independence Day. Sure. They shot the whole thing for like $500,000, and when it was done, no effects in it, they brought it to different effects companies and were like, hey, put like $10 million of effects into this and you've got a movie. And, um, and then uh, Cameron, James Cameron's uh, company did. They bought mm -hmm. it and put it out. Nobody saw it, and the ones who did hated it, except for me. But <laughs> I, I just like applaud that kind of like, you know, I want to make this movie and I'm going to actually fucking make it happen. And the trailer for this gave me a similar feeling where I was like, man, it looks like the person who made that really was excited to make an evil dead movie. Mm -hmm. And in this one, it almost seemed like they reshot a bunch of like inserts to make it seem like an evil dead movie. Mm -hmm. Like, like they like went back like, Oh, you need a chainsaw. We need to slap the evil dead label on yeah. this. Cause I, I don't know that up until like the third act that evil dead would even come to my mind. Yeah. It was a zombie movie, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but like, I don't know. It, it, it which is interesting because Lee Cronin fucking loves the Evil Dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you sure could have fooled me because, like, at the very least, because like those movies are so there's so much wit and creativity and all the shots that were in this. I mean, this movie had more split diopters than a Brian De Palma music video. Like, <laughs> but like that's all that they were doing. Like everything that was in this movie, I've seen done before. I've seen done that way before. Yeah. And I've seen done in this exact moment that way before. And, and, and like you, you look at the first one, the first evil dead and like budget aside, it's so inventive. This wasn't as inventive as much as like, ooh, I'll use the fisheye or I'll use the diopter or I'll, you know, yeah. rotate the lens. Like, 
it just kind of was, you know, and, and I don't know. And it, yeah. And again, it was so much real estate to, to use and they just didn't right. do yeah. it. And that's, that's kind of what turned me off from it. Yeah. yeah. I, hate, I hate to turn it into a review show as well, but you yeah. can't help it. <laughs> we just got done watching it. What are you going to That's think? right. We, we mentioned so many pieces in this. <laughs> we, there's so a lot. Like, we, we, we brought up a lot of pieces. There's only a handful of people here, but anybody have a piece that they thought of that we didn't bring up? The Exorcist. I okay. Wait, wait, do you have uh, any kind of specific connection to the movie? Well, maybe just the puking. Yeah, there is a lot of puking. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, there's always yeah. gonna be some expulsion. Speaking of Beyonce, and you're right. That, that's another thing. Like we're talking about how this movie, as Evil Dead fans, like we're uh, you know a little bit disappointed in like what it took from Evil Dead and tried to bring to this, but puking isn't really an evil dead thing like and there's like four yeah. puking scenes in this or something yeah. like it's not really it, it's an exorcist thing for sure i love puking movies what goes none even, of the what goes even before exorcist like who puked in a horror film first like <laughs> what, i want to know what what was the piece you know for exorcist i started yeah. thinking of scary movie three when i was watching this when <laughs> when she's like trying to get through the door i was thinking of that part where charlie sheen's like yeah. they've mastered oh, space yeah. travel but they can't get through a wooden door <laughs> <laughs> How about repossessed? Remember Love that? It. Oh, it was so, so much good. vomit yeah. in that one. Yeah. Rock and roll. I hate about, rock and how roll. How about my son out there, Jake? You have a piece, anything that uh, connects? Nothing. I'm calling you out here. <laughs> Come on. Nothing. Oh, yeah. Right, there you go. You no, just, the raid. You should have just said the good son and glared at your phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have liked the raid that is too. Great. The, the kids like getting to be like little sinister evil kids, but they, yeah. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I wish that they would have got the little girl. It would have been fun. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I didn't if you're going to do it, just fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. and like I said, I would have, if that little girl, if I was the main character in this and the little girl gets sucked under the gate, I'm like, sucks to be you, dude. <laughs> like, your whole family's yeah. dead anyway. You're never going to recover from this. It'll be over in like 30 seconds. I've got a baby that I'm going to have. And if I die before it's born, like, that's fucked up. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I, You know what? I actually, there's something to that. I didn't really want the little girl to die, to be turned into a deadite. Right. But now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like. There's not really a strong all is lost moment right. in this movie. I think it might be when the sun dies. I'd have to rewatch the movie, but I feel like there's a, or maybe it's when she's sucked into the uh, parking garage. Maybe that's the all. I don't but know. That's but, not, yeah, but either which yeah. way, there's not. It's not a strong all is lost moment. There's not. It doesn't feel like there's no getting out of this situation. And hmm. I feel like if she had been turned into a deadite, and this woman who is pregnant, yeah. who loves her family, whose main goal is to protect children, has to then kill a child that's a fucking strong all is lost moment that's a that's one to really just kick that third axe ass mm -hmm. how do you save a cat when the cat is the smartest one in the room you know what i mean <laughs> i don't know well that is a dark uh thing to end this on but uh more child death kill in them all i was gonna go with the fetus but anyway if you put a kid in a movie oh, the fetus hanging itself at the end of butterfly they could have did, did something with that or dead alive but uh <laughs> that fetus is like if that's the real world i'm out <laughs> joe tell people where they can find you blue means pregnant films.com uh it's my production company blue means pregnant films it's uh the website has almost all 15 of my movies on there, my features on there. It also has a handful of shorts and a bunch of behind-the-scenes documentaries and featurettes and interviews. It's a whole, it's the whole 20-year history of my company on one website, and it's all on there for free. You can also, uh, we have our newest film, Natasha Hall, is available now on Amazon. Uh, you can you can rent or or buy it on Amazon. Please do. Um, and uh, we have another Natasha Hall film, a sequel called suffrage that we just wrapped that will hopefully be coming out before the end of the year michael at the time of this recording is your youtube channel still up it is still up <laughs> okay, I, I was really mad because i did that <laughs> video trying to promote this show uh -huh. and then immediately youtube terminates my account um <laughs> i talk about porn a lot mm. um who doesn't yeah and uh just frankly they decided that one of the videos that i censor like every other one of my videos was two was one step too far and zero strikes on my channel terminated it Mm. Uh, I did. I I used the power of Twitter to save it, but uh, it was a bit of a like, oh fuck, there goes like 15 years of work. <laughs> there goes everything. Um, but uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube. Uh, just find, just search Michael Keane, K E E N E, and then I'm the one who's not the guitarist for the Faceless. Um, and uh, so I do YouTube videos because I'm I'm a hip young kid. <laughs> 
hip, young, thirty-three-year-old kid. Uh, and uh, I also make movies um, under my my company is Manatee Party. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have as much great work, but my film The Head is on Tubi uh, and Troma now. Mm, you right. know, definitely not the two easiest streaming services to get onto. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know where. I think Fatal Future might still be on Amazon Prime. I actually don't remember. I think it is. Um, but uh, and then my next movie, Doctor Deathface, will be at places I don't fucking know. Um, hopefully festivals. Who knows at yeah. this point? Um, yeah. Maybe maybe a bed giant is too you know, far <laughs> ahead for them. I don't sure, know. Sure, sure. Jimmy, where can people yeah, find you? Uh, mainly on Instagram at Space Tunes, S P A C E T O N Z. And right now I'm up to uh, I'm doing. Um, uh, like I said, the Nightmare Trivia Nights, uh, and also I'm doing the, the Death to Cinema, which is um, VR screenings. So I, if you guys are familiar with big screen, anyone do the Oculus screenings yet? I, I well, did one once a while ago, and I, I want to uh, I want to check that out because that sounds like a really cool. Pick up thing an Oculus. It's I mean they're uh, they're getting cheaper. They're doing uh, yeah. Well, PlayStation's coming out one soon. Uh, but big screen is the app, and I do a Friday nights. I canceled mine tonight for you, David. Oh, but I usually okay. do Friday nights. Um, it's called Grindhouse VR, and uh, I show a film, and then we have post discussions afterwards. So people in avatar form are talking movies. So you should come join us. Strap awesome. one on. <laughs> oh, the metaverse is not as bad as I thought. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so at Space Tunes. Awesome. Jimmy, thank you so much for uh, doing the show for the first time. Hopefully thank we'll get you, you back on a regular one sometime. Fun. And that goes for you guys, too, you know. <laughs> and the audience should give themselves a round of applause yes. all for coming Woo! out tonight. Yeah. This all is right. where Dave inserts, like, you oh, know, yeah. a stadium. All oh, yeah. 300 Just a big of echo. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, I think this beats out the Lana Del Rey short. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation about Evil Dead Rise. Thank you to everyone who showed up for the live show. We're continuing to plan on some more of these things in the future and hoping to keep making them better and better. And I think it's a great addition to what we're doing here with piecing it together. And it's always a fun time to get together with people, watch a movie, and then talk about them. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for being there if you were there. And thanks for continuing to support piecing it together. Now that we're at 300 episodes, uh, it's been a wild ride, but a lot of podcasting has been done and I still love doing it. So I'm going to do probably another 300 episodes. We'll see what happens, but make sure you are subscribed. So you will find out about all of the new ones as they come out. I've already got like four ready to go for the next couple of weeks. So, uh, lots of podcasts coming your way. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you like what we do here on the show, drop a five star rating and review. It helps to make sure people see the show, that it raises up in those ranks, and more listeners will find out about it, and then we'll get to do all kinds of new fun things. So make sure to drop that five-star rating and review, either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, wherever it is that you're listening. We do appreciate that. You could also follow me on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. And don't forget about the Produced by David Rosen Patreon I told you about at the top. There is a lot of content to check out over there, including that outtake from tonight's Evil Dead Rise live show. So check it out. So let's close this thing out with a piece of music like I always do. And uh, let's see, what should I play today? You know what? This being a, a pretty big, major episode, being episode 300 and being a big old live show, uh, I'm going to preview some new music. How about that? This is a song from what will end up being most likely my next album. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. I'm not going to tell you the title. Uh, let's keep that in the dark for now a little bit. But uh, the song's maybe not 100% done, but it's pretty close. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. Keep an eye out for the next album. I actually did just release a new music video called Ascending, which you should check out on my YouTube channel. And of course, check out the full album, my most recent one, More Content. But there will be another album somewhat soon uh this will most likely be on it so hope you enjoy it and we'll be back with more piecing it together real soon
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.